There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. This is Room 104 with Cormac and Saoirse. FM 104. Still to come on the show, we would like to know what is the longest you've ever gone without sleep? Because uh, Dubliner Colm Terrell, he's a stand-up comedian based over in New York. He's going to be performing stand-up comedy for 24 hours straight. Um, he's going to be chatting to us in a few moments' time about that. So let us know if you've done anything as ridiculous like that, whether it was a job, whether you were traveling. What is the longest you've ever gone without sleep how did you feel afterwards let us know 0876797104 we were chatting a little bit earlier on about doppelgangers celebrities that you look like and we got in touch with uh, uh, Arnie sorry Arnie who joins us on the line now how are you good how are you this is brilliant now we drew up a picture of what people have said this evening or who Saoirse looks like who who I look like as well and you commented saying that you are mistaken for who Scarlett Moffat now, I haven't been able to get onto your page because it's private, but judging by your profile picture, the image of her. Like, it's actually ridiculous, Saoirse. I get stopped on nights out and people are like, you're the image of Scarlet Moffat. No, you and don't. I, I swear to God. And I can't, like, for about two or three years, everyone was saying it. And I didn't really know who she was, obviously, until I'm a celeb. And then for a good, like, few months, I was looking at her and I was like, oh my God, like, are we actually related? Because we're the image of each other. <laughs> and she's stunning, and you're obviously stunning as well. <laughs> yeah, but, uh, yeah, it's mad. And then she liked my comment on the page, and I was like, oh my God. That's what I said. I, we literally just saw, because... Uh, I stalked you, obviously, quickly. I was like, God, she yeah. looks really like her. And then I was like, "Did I thought Cormac might have liked the your comment. And so was, I went to check. There was two likes, yeah. Two likes, and it was FM 104, so it was you yeah. and Scarlett Muffet. Scarlett Muffet. Mental. Have, have you ever met her? No, never. And I'd love to meet her. Like I'd absolutely love to meet her, because I just think it's so mental. Like, imagine if we were related. You know what, if, 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 if we had an unlimited budget, we could make this happen. We, we could. could fly you over when Scarlet meets Scarlet or Scarlet meeting Scarlet. It would be a, a crazy thing. But, but um, uh, mad. Oh, that's amazing. But we just need her to comment back. And send then, her a message. It would, then we'll say, hey, Scarlet, do you want to pop on for a quick <laughs> chat? And at least we'll be able to get you on the line together. It'll be one step closer. It won't be face to face. But God, yeah. that's It mad. could be that, you know, that show that's on TV, Long Lost Sisters Long Lost or something. Families. Or Families, like, yeah. Imagine that. Oh my god! This would be amazing. God. And then you were best friends and best sisters. And yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if your own TV show together, this would be exactly. unbelievable. There you go. You don't even need to but look for a she, job. She could employ you as her like body double. God, so when you want, when, when she wants to throw the press in the wrong yeah, direction, or you could go. just do that yourself if you just put on you know sunglasses <laughs> and stuff and you know yeah, act I like could. you're famous. So no, we could do. Been, we... I've been told as well that I look like now. I had short hair before. And someone stopped me and said, you're the image of Selena Gomez. And I was like, okay, no. I was like, this is getting ridiculous now. It must be 
a certain feature or something. Yeah, look, what do you think it is? What, what do you think it is that, like, I what's the strongest resemblance? Your hair. I think, yeah, because I wear my hair dead straight when I'm out, so, um, and then when I wear my hair curly as well, and I think it's, like, tan as well. I think that's a huge thing. Yeah. And then when I have my makeup done, I think that's what it is. I think if we got you... Uh, onto Grafton Street and we'll get a few like fake paparazzi people yeah. and we'll chase you around and be like oh my god Scarlett off oh my god and then we'll just shut down the whole place imagine I'd be so for that <laughs> we'll keep your number on <laughs> yeah. file there um, well, well listen we, we we will try our best we will annoy Scarlett Moffat and see if she uh, because she's not someone that looks like loads of people and exactly no. and she's not that busy these days I don't think I don't even what's she doing these days uh, she probably is uh, she might be but listen um, we, uh, we'll, we'll give you some we have some beautiful uh, Room 104 demotivational beer mats to give you and if we do hear anything back from Scarlett Moffat we'll give you a shout oh brilliant thanks Miller listen thanks Millie for popping on thanks right so um, we will see if we can get any further with uh, Scarlett Moffat on the way next what is the longest you have been uh, awake for with, without sleep what's the longest amount of time you've gone for without getting any sleep yours is mine was I'd say about I'm going to say 48 hours that's insane I think it was about that Insane. Let us know how long you've gone for and why and how you're feeling afterwards because lack of sleep is just that one thing that'll absolutely destroy you. The reason we're talking about that is coming up in a few moments' time, uh, Dubliner Colin Terrell is over in New York. is going to be performing stand-up on stage for 24 hours straight. So the longest you've gone without sleep, how are you? Maybe it was really bad for your health, by the way. Maybe you were in bits afterwards, in like properly. In bits. Yeah. You, feel like you're, you feel sick, yeah. physically sick. Yeah. 087-6797-104. Colm Terrell is going to be on talking about that 24-hour gig and we'll take some of the... Some of the hours. I wonder, we'll try and find the, the person who has stayed awake the longest in Dublin. Or, or yeah, the longest in Dublin. 087-6797-104. This is Room 104 with Cormac and Saoirse. FM 104. It's Room 104. Now, usually we do my worst gig on a Wednesday evening where we chat some of the best comics from all around Ireland and the UK and the world to tell you about their, their worst gigs of all time. But I think we're going to mix it up this evening because Dublin-based comic Colm Tyrrell is over in New York. He's been living there for the last number of uh, years. He's, he's from Dublin. He's not based, based in New York now. But he's doing something a little bit um, extreme in the next coming weeks. He is going to be performing stand-up comedy for a very, very, very long time. Um, what we want to know this evening is, I suppose, what's the longest you've ever been awake for? Without, think, what's the longest you've ever gone without sleep for? I think definitely two nights I didn't sleep for because... At all, like... At all. Not not even for an hour. Um, I was a drama teacher at the time and I had a very big play that I was doing with all the kids. Doing it all on my own. I thought, you know what, I can handle it all. Didn't get any help from anyone. So I was up for two days, like, oh, through the night, the whole thing, trying to organise props, cut out bits and pieces, hey, decorate hey, the stage. How, how did you feel at the end of it? I... When I mean like you're so ill, you can't even think straight. And I was planning on going to Spain for two weeks. So my flight was kind of 5 a.m. the next night. I didn't finish the play till maybe 10 p.m. by the time I got everything home. And I just thought, I'm not going to wake up in the morning. And the alarm went off and I actually sat there going, I don't think I can go to Spain. Yeah, no, I can understand. That's horrific. Two days without sleep, that's dangerous. When I did go to Spain, obviously slept the whole way on the plane. But when I got there... I ended up sleeping from 3pm and I woke up the next day at 9am. 0876797104. Let us know, it's the longest time you have gone without sleep because Colm is going to be performing stand-up for a very, very long time. He joins us live on the li- line now from New York City. Sir, Colm, how are things? I'm good, Cormac. How are you? What, what is the crack? What exactly are you doing? Why are you deciding to torture yourself like this? Yeah, so what originated as kind of just a bit of a goof, uh, you know, a joke between friends someone asked me to run long on a show 
like just doing extra five minutes because the next act was running late and it was in um, New York and they were like oh can you do another five minutes and then I was like joking saying I'll do 24 hours and then from that me and my friends from our comics are joking about the idea of doing 24 hours and then I said let's look into it let's see what can actually happen like let's say it's been done and then I've did some research and there's a lot of comics have like I know Tommy Tiernan did something very similar many years ago yep there's a comic in the state Bob Marley I believe his name was he did 40 something hours straight and so then I was like alright well it's achievable by people so but what we decided it won't really be stand up uh, traditional stand up it's going to be uh, just like some fun and games some gimmicks some challenges some live podcasts um, people trying to break some records. There's going to be other comedians involved that I'll be dropping in, helping me out along the way. I've got some in New York City's biggest comedians, um, Dan Soder, Francis Ellis, uh, Shane Gillis. These are just a couple of names that we're releasing so far. And then we've got some of big, big, big theatre names that I'm surprised. Once they heard that there was a challenge, they said, we'll come by and help you out. So... It'd be me, on, I'm going to be on stage 24 hours straight. See, that gives um, me anxiety because, as I said, I did two nights with no sleep and I was, you know, I was a drama teacher. I was organising two plays back-to-back mm. that took a lot of effort. But I wasn't performing myself, so it was... Obviously, I was a bit slow, probably, with, you know, if anyone was coming over to me. Was, yeah, I was yeah. wrecked. But if you had to be, you know, you're they're there to see you. You're the... You're the act. You're going to be keeping it all together. You have to be funny. You have to stand there and know what you're saying and make sense. How are you, like, how are you going to do it? Coffee didn't do it for me, by the way. Really? No. Oh, well, that, that was going to be my answer there. Probably a lot of coffee. But I feel like people will understand the challenge. And once they're there live, they'll be support, extra supportive than someone who's paying to just see a highly polished 24-hour show. There'll be a lot of spontaneity in it. Um, so that's what I'm hoping, that they're not coming in there like a critic going, could have been shorter. shorter. Could have done 23 hours. I mean, yeah. a bit of fluff there in the last hour that you could have yeah, put, yeah, you know? Yeah. And so the last you s- 30 minutes really dragged out. And are you going to take absolutely no breaks in between this now? Um, well, I'll, I'll obviously be drinking water, coffee and eating and then I'll probably have some toilet breaks in there too, you know, some bathroom breaks just so... Uh, 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 but you're not taking a few die, hours here but, and there? Um, no, I won't be doing anything like that. I'll be involved for the majority, uh, like more or less, all 24 hours. And so we're going to organise like a big breakfast for the audience and, and hopefully a lunch type thing. And... What why we've been doing all this, all all the money that all the proceeds raised are actually going to be going towards uh, New York City uh, homeless charity called the Bowery Mission, which is one of the biggest charities in in America. So while I'm doing my silly gimmick and trying to create something unique and um, we're actually done to be raising money for a good cause. So we're happy about that too, you know. Well happy days indeed. No, that's good to hear as well. Um so do you have any plans to train for, like, how do you train for this are you just kind of going to get up and going to see what happens or what's going to go down yeah I, we were thinking about that and we, I, don't, I don't know how I would train yeah. like particularly harsh I don't want I don't want to be staying up for 24 hours straight in the lead up <laughs> to it but I'll probably schedule my body so that I'm only out of bed maybe two three hours before the actual show begins 
Yeah. Because, but who knows? Who knows what's going to happen? That's the whole beauty of this whole thing. It's a lot of spontaneity. We're still booking things. People are suggesting stuff right now. A lot of, it's funny, a lot of people that have been listening to my podcast and have heard me on other radio shows and stuff like that have reached out with suggestions. Like, why don't at the beginning of the 24 hours you try order a package on Amazon and then we can track it and see if it arrives by the end of the show and that's good idea like very good things idea. that are going to help these are just little things that are going to make each hour pass by and we're going to have a lot of interaction from the crowds and a lot of challenges so you can have like a, an uh, ice, one of those ice bucket challenges where you have to see, you know face off with someone else both of you are in a two bucket device and whoever can last the longest wins an ice bucket challenge is that what you said yeah just going to sit there in a bucket of ice you and someone else go head to head and whoever gets out first loses <laughs> I'd, I'd rather have two other people do that challenge. <laughs> yeah, you can MC that bit, yeah. In fairness, it will keep you alert. I'll be the commentator. <laughs> yeah. uh, listen. Uh, yeah, maybe. <laughs> Colin, when is this taking place, by the way? So it begins on Tuesday, May 26th at 8 p.m. New York time, and it will finish on Wednesday, May 27th at 8 p.m. Well, I hope you're still standing. And it takes place. Yeah, it's, oh, yeah, well, we'll see. Uh, I might have to sit down for a little bit during the show, but who knows what's going to happen. Um, I'm very excited. It's going to be at the Crane Theatre in New York City's Lower East Side. Uh, like I said, all the money raised on go towards the Barry Mission. So if you want to keep up and follow what's going on, you can probably just follow me on social media, at Colin Tyrrell, across all platforms. And we're in talks to have a live streaming we're in talks with a pretty big media outlet to try to do a live streaming of the show. Oh, do you, know, do you know what we can do when you speak yeah. of that, right? Can we, what, what day? So Tuesday, we should definitely give you a buzz during the show, see how you're getting on. Oh, yeah. I'd, lo- I'd love that, yeah. That'd, That'd be a bit of crack. Check in with me, man. We'll organise that. Yeah. Yeah. We'll check yeah. in and That's see how you're going. Right now, yeah. Um, brilliant. Well, listen. Yeah, you can check in. That'd be a bit of crack anyway. So, uh, Colm, you're doing that on the 26th of May. Colm Terrell will share it out. Share his handle out via uh, F104's Twitter and, and Instagram and things like that so you can connect. But listen, very best of luck with it. I uh, hope it goes well. And yeah, we will chat to you on the day and see how it goes. I appreciate it. No wor- very much, Palmer. No worries at all, sir. Thank you for that. Uh, some of the messages that have come in, uh, this comes in from Dan. Good evening, Dan. 36 hours straight of work before opening night of a restaurant but only a shower for a break. Oh my God, that is the most stressful thing ever. You often hear of people working in restaurants saying that in general it's very hard work. Oh, yeah, and Dan, I think Dan's a chef as well. 36 so hours? Chefs work stupid hours anyway and if you're running your own place, my God. That's going to be insanely tough. Uh, who else do we have in here? Uh, See, our... if you were awake for 36 hours, but you were doing something easy, like not easy, but if you were doing kind of your own work on a laptop or something like that and you had to get something in or an essay, which obviously oh, is oh going God, to be stressful. I could not stay up that long doing an essay. I'd fall asleep. No, I couldn't either. But imagine you needed energy on top of that. I mm. mean, physical energy. I think, I think it's easier to, if you're kept going and moving, you don't have a chance to sit down and your body doesn't get a chance to go, ah... Do you think? I think so, yeah. I think doing physical labour is easier to... I could have fallen asleep standing up that time, but I didn't. Uh, Alan said, listen, it's a killer, but when you hit your second or third wind, it's pure energy reserve. So you said the longest you went without sleep was how long? About 36 hours. But you know what's really funny? I'm one of these people that's just... I feel like I have a very strong head on me, right? So if something was annoying me, I could stay up. And I, I don't know how long I could stay up for but I just would not go to sleep. So say if I got really pissed off about something or had a huge fight with someone, I'd stay up and like so annoyed with that for days. As in just rowing with yourself inside yeah. your own head, and playing I would it out not different be able ways. To sleep. I should be knackered and fall asleep after a certain time. Our rage will keep you awake for a while, yeah. 
Like it really would. Yeah. Uh, listen, let us know what's the longest you've stayed up or gone without sleep before and why. 0876797104. 36 hours, Badminton Marathon. That came in a while ago from Ellen. Sorry we didn't get to a little bit earlier if you're still listening, Ellen. Uh, obviously, it was a charity fundraiser. I've heard of people doing like 24 hour matches and stuff like that. Yeah, that's, that's a long time. The longest I've been up for, I think the most sleep deprived I've been, I might have mentioned this before, but when the Web Summit, before they pissed off to Portugal, right? Oh, yeah. They were obviously in the old yes, and I was working, f- moving things, production, right? Yeah. Um, years ago, one of their first big ones in the old yes, and it was twenty-hour days home for like three, four hours sleeping back in. So three twenty-hour days back to back. It was like a twenty, a twenty-two, and a and a twenty-two all back to back. So you got hardly any sleep. I just remember being absolutely exhausted to the point where they were like it's not safe for you to drive home so we're going to get you a taxi and we're going to drive you home because it was horrific and, and they actually said to you by the way the first day is 20 hours and then it's um, 22 hours it's just no no they didn't it was just that's in the lead up that's to getting it done not even it just had to be done it was one of those things if you ever worked events or pro- promotions or production it's kind of like the gig has to go ahead so you you have to. You can't leave. It's not nine to five. You have to obviously get it ready and get it done. There's thousands of people coming in the next day. So, in fairness, they flagged it and they did. The, the, the crowd I was working for were, were a brilliant company anyway, um, and they did look after you and they tried to kind of you know make sure you weren't too wrecked. But they were like, "Listen, this is the gig we have, and uh, going to be on your feet for quite a while." And uh, the other time was uh, a charity thing I was doing where we were uh, doing a a show, a, a radio show for twenty seven hours straight, and so I wound up being up an hour before that and then a few hours after that. And the only thing I can describe it, being awake for that long, felt as if I was drunk. But like mentally felt as if I was drunk. Yeah. But physically I wasn't feeling sick or anything. But I felt hammered. I was slurring my words. My balance was all over the shop. I couldn't see. I couldn't, like, I was really like, oh my God, what's going on? Now, did you sleep for hours and hours after that? Did you just go into a coma? No, I slept for, I would say, maybe 10 hours after that. And then went out to my Christmas party. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> oh, let's go oh crack. that's horrific. Let's go crack. I did 30 hours. That is a, a 30 hours without sleep, yeah. It, it, 30 hours, again, very long time. Mm, yeah. It really is. There's a, it's a really good book by, I think it's a guy called Matthew Walker. It's Why We Sleep. And it goes into what sleep deprivation does to you. On a, it'll terrify you. But you know what? It's Absolutely terrifying. Some people, like, you know, we talked to someone about this before. Some people can survive on four or five hours sleep and be fine. But they're like 1% of the population. Yeah, but some other people, like, there's people in here that don't sleep very much, yeah. right, that I know. Yeah. That can just cope. They can do their work fine. I would be, I would be slow at doing any job sites to get done. I wouldn't be able to concentrate. I'd be just a complete and utter write-off. I need eight hours. And if I don't get eight hours sleep, I'm just not I think it. I need nine. Really? I think, because you need seven to nine. I think I need nine. Yeah, no, eight Maybe I'm just being lazy, but I think I need nine. Eight, I'll start waking up myself. Yeah. Someone uh, someone out in the South Circular Road is after WhatsApping us in uh, a little while ago. So they said, I suffer with insomnia and the longest time I went without sleep was nine days. That is almost, I think you can only go like 11 days before you'll actually die. It had a detrimental effect on my mental health. I was hospitalized and went through auricular and visual, auricular and visual hallucinations. Yeah, I've heard that a lack of sleep will cause massive hallucinations. It was the most scariest thing that I've ever experienced. And the biggest fear in my life today is to go through it again. I just want to let your listeners know how terrible it can be. Wow. That's unbelievable. I obviously don't suffer from insomnia. I never have... I'm the opposite. Yeah. I would love to be able to survive on little sleep. I know anyone that's an insomnia is going, I would 
absolutely love to be able to sleep every mm. single night. Yeah. You know, it's always what you eat. You want what you can't have. I'd like to be able to do other stuff and only have a few hours sleep and be fine, but yeah. I'm not. But Jesus, imagine imagine nine, nine days. Nine days. I've heard there, there's a world record which is around nine days. It's around nine, ten, eleven days going without sleep, without, let's say, caffeine or drugs to keep you awake. Yeah, but that is just somebody that is trying their hardest to sleep and can't, for the love of God. Yeah. It's a circular old person. I hope you got sorted, by the way. I hope they were able to kind of sort that out. But that is insane. And what, did you, like, what would you do to try and make yourself sleep if you, you know, I don't know what insomnias have to do to try and. Yeah, yeah, no obviously idea. Obviously, going off your phone and stuff like that. But would you go for a run or would that wake up? Yeah, yeah, unless. unless you're so annoyed of people saying that, go for a run there and tear yourself out, you'd be fine. You're sitting yeah. in front of that computer all the time. You're like, no, no, no. It's a significant psychological issue or a physical issue that might be doing this. Uh, sometimes you're so tired after a 12-hour night shift, you can't sleep when you go to bed. Now that comes in from, Dermot, is that night shift, are you finishing when it's getting bright? Because I've done similar things like that before where you're like, okay now, buddy, time to go sleep. Yeah. And then you don't have blackout curtains exactly. or there's a bit of light coming into the room and your body's like, oh, we're... Looks like we're waking up now. Yeah. No, I obviously did a night shift here on FM 104 for, I think it was about a year. And I oh, could never, yeah. I could never sleep. So I did 1am till 6am. I could never sleep when I went home. I would sleep at around, and I'd blackout curtains, I'd sleep at around 7 and I'd be awake, completely awake by 11. Mm. Never more than that. I couldn't. Yeah, no, yeah. you just I go just, around hating your life then. Yeah, and you just constantly felt like you were hungover. I function very well on four to five hours. Anything more than that, and I'm wrecked. Dan, you freak. Four to five hours. That's crazy. Like, But see, that's the thing. They say, you know, you're meant to have eight hours, but if you feel your body's rested or your mind is rested... Dan, Dan's part of the 1%. Yeah, you must be. You're like one of these ultra-light sleepers. I'd be very stressed living with someone like that, though. <laughs> I need someone that sleeps the same amount of time as me. Yeah. Someone yeah. that's lazy is for me. Oh, that can be a, a deal breaker. That can ruin relationships oh, if God. your sleep's all over the shop. Or someone that gets up at half five to go for a run and wakes me up during the night. I am... Um, no. Like, I constantly wake my missus up because obviously she's in bed because she has a normal job. Uh, and the, But the floorboards are really, really squeaky. Oh, so no. I'm walking in like half one, two, going... Sorry. Sorry. Oh, no, that would drive me mad. <laughs> Sorry, I'm just plugging my charger in. <laughs> Anyway, uh, John, good evening, John. How are you this evening? 36 hours for two major retailers working Black Friday sales in the US. was too tired to drive home, so slept in my car. Wow. Yeah, that's dangerous. Do not drive if you're tired, ever. That is insane. That's just... That makes me sick. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction. And free shipping. And that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. 
Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details. Who else do we have in here? Was in labour lunchtime Saturday, baby born 11am Monday, no oh, sleep. Oh, you poor, poor thing. <laughs> that is awful. Because oh. like, it's not even the fact that you can't sleep and you're otherwise kind of fine if you're in pain because you're pregnant. Yeah. Jesus. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, listen, uh, cheers for those. There is some horrifically long. Nine days wins it though. I think to our South Circular Road, days. nine days wins it. That's a... a that it's a horrible experience and I hope it, it will never happen again I hope you got sorted but that has to be the worst way to torture someone sleep deprivation yeah. I think it is yeah keep them awake for that long alright you start breaking down hopefully you're sorted anyway uh, on the way we have a few other messages in there about people who have uh, made some money online in interesting ways we'll see uh, see what the crack is with those and then I want to know when is the last time you have made a complaint a complaint in like a, a business or in a restaurant or in a, a oh I know you know? Yeah. Okay, don't reveal just yet. We'll talk about that in a minute because uh, there's a gentleman who has probably complained the most in the world. The most complainy human being in the world. He lives over in Liverpool. He has sent a staggering amount of complaint letters to a newspaper over there. Um, and uh, we'll explain a little bit more about that next here in FM 104. This is Room 104 with Cormac and Saoirse. FM 104. It's Cormac and here in FM 104. We were chatting a little bit earlier on with Mike Winnan about uh, different ways in which you can can maybe make money online. Yeah, I actually do remember trying to make money from doing, um, you know, advertising things. If you'd fill out surveys and stuff. Oh, yeah. Someone else, someone else there. Someone else t- uh, text that in as well. Now, I tried and I was there for about an hour and the survey just n- w- kept going on. I know, yeah. And then I realised that, I well, I thought it was a con <laughs> because I was like, well, it's just been an hour, it's still going on and it told me that I'll get a euro off at Tesco or something. But yeah. I didn't get that. Um, who has done the same? Sorry, Rob. Good evening, Rob. Uh, I do online surveys, get anything from 50 cent to 150 depending on the survey. When it reaches a tenner, I can get a voucher for Tesco's TK Maxx or Pennies. It was supposed to they're, they're kind of useful. I just wonder, Rob, how long it takes you to get to a tenner. That's what I mean. I think it takes really long. Like four days of doing these things. Yeah. Uh, yeah. If you have any interesting ways that you've ever made money online, I've made money by selling books that I wasn't using anymore, uh, selling old equipment. What else did I sell online? I can't remember. But I've ads up on a website and I make a cent a day. And that's going to be my ticket out of here, lads. Which is brilliant. You're going to get... Uh, you can't take it out till you get 70 euro that's and that's going to be in 70 years in your debt. <laughs> no worries. Yeah. Oh, God. Darren, what's the story? How are you? What's happened? How's things? Uh, not bad. Did you get any flack over this video you are involved with yesterday with Adam? Uh, I haven't got anything. I don't know if Adam has, actually. I haven't spoken to him today. But, well, no, I don't uh, think anyone's heard anything. from Adam. Maybe he's been, uh, he's been taking <laughs> yeah. the ground. By the way, <laughs> thanks. He had an Instagram story up, so I'm sure he's alive. Oh, that's good. Thanks for sending in the picture, by the way. I was trying to m- imagine what it looked yeah. like. yeah. And yeah. now I've seen it, and it's pretty, uh, it's pretty daunting. Uh, that, that, that was what I arrived at in town, and I was just like, "What?" Did I <laughs> yeah, if I was walking past now, I'd be a bit intimidated by you. 
Yeah, uh, it, was, it was a bit of crack I have to say to be fair yeah so if you weren't listening last night basically Adam Redmond YouTuber was with Darren and a few others yesterday in town recording a bit of a coronavirus prank video yeah uh, strolling around in a hazmat suit uh, scaring the bejesus out of a few people uh, nothing too bad happened they didn't get too many digs to the head no uh, which was all good <laughs> but um, how, how have you made money online before now uh, so I do it still casually to this day, but basically I have a scroll through adverts, uh, um, kind of technology, like electronic stuff, yeah. whether it's cameras, camera lenses, phones, games, anything like that. And if I find them going cheap, I will price them the same on CEX. And if CEX will offer me more money for it than the person selling it for, I'll buy it off them and then sell it to CEX. What? No. What, what, what's CEX? CEX, like, you don't know what CEX is? No. It's like, um, it's a shop where you buy DVDs, Playstations, anything at all, anything computer related or uh, electronic at all, they're kind of everywhere. There's one, there's one on uh, Liffey Street. There's one on Finglas, one on Santry. They're kind of all over the place. Oh, but I they know the one you, on Liffey Street. Yeah, so they give you money for um, basically any kind of electrical goods, um, but you can price online how much they will give you for it, whether it's cash or a voucher, ah. or if you want to buy stuff as well, you can get the, you can get the price online. Like, but they have they give different amounts of value for the likes of a phone, yeah. whether it's an A grade phone that's right. perfect condition. B grade, C grade, whatever the case. But most things kind of hold a similar value for uh, like a little while. So if you kind of know the general price you'll get for, say, an iPhone 8 or whatever the case, iPhone 7, then you'll know right, that's kind of typically that price. So if you are on advert and you see an iPhone going for 100 quid, you know CEX will give you 130 quid. Well, then you just pick up the iPhone for 100 quid and you're done, 30 quid profit. Do you know what I'm so annoyed about right now? I panicked the other, the other day and we were, it was before we got paid and I was like, right, well, I need a little bit extra now to get me through the next week. <laughs> so I saw my Fitbit that my mom had got me oh, for Christmas. And I, I will never use a Fitbit, let's be honest. Well, maybe you should. No, I should, but I will never. You ripped never. your jeans again today. <laughs> maybe you should. I okay? actually ripped my jeans again. This is the uh, what, fourth pair of Freddie jeans yeah. that you have ripped. These were ones from Christmas that I got new and I've ripped them again in the same place. And you thought they were the old ones. That yeah, I, I was like, oh, God, seriously. You need to let a few kids buy yourself some new clothes until payday, no? No, so I saw the Fitbit not even opened and I was like do you know what? I'm going to stick that on adverts and it was going for um, this is I'm so stupid I know it was going for something like 200 quid I was like well I'll get 100 for it won't I I stuck it up for 100 and everyone there was hundreds of messages going me please me next so well, I realised and Darren, was, Darren was one of them yeah. I, <laughs> I, I, re, I realised as soon as you see a lot of offers come in really quick you know you've under, under uh, I know and like, then uh, I couldn't really take it down and put the price up and then someone was offering me more oh nice and I was like I can't accept this it? now because yeah I had to well I didn't have to I could have taken it down and gone oh this is actually yeah, more valuable yeah I think has a thing as well where like if you have a set if you have the set price and someone offers you you can't actually offer more like when, no. when it says offer more you have to like, put yeah. it in the comment yeah yeah so I think there's a whole thing about not being able to offer more money than what the person's So wait, are you telling me if I had gone to this shop that I probably would have got? Yeah, so if you just write in CEX Ireland, because be careful, there's, there's one the exact same shop in the UK, and um, so make sure you write in CEX Ireland. That and makes you can just sense. type in the name of your whatever you're selling, and it will tell you how, they will tell you how much they'll give you for that yeah. item. Like it will say cash this amount voucher this amount and then we yeah, sell it for so this amount this is good to know listen Darren I get the the impression from you that you're um, not a wheeler dealer you, you, you like keeping an eye out for an opportunity to make some money oh, 100% like the best one that I done with with CEX was uh, when they released the, the Nintendo Mini do you remember they yeah. brought out the <clears throat> yeah there you go good stuff quick um, <laughs> but when they released that they were selling it for I think it was like 65 or 70 euro whatever the case was but um, they sold out 
over here like in a day or two and like they were literally gone they couldn't get them anywhere and I went to the Smiths in town uh, just to see if they had any by chance and they said they had one left reserved for someone who hadn't collected it and if I came back and uh, they had it reserved for two more days if I came back in two days it would still be there and I could have it so when I went back in and bought it because they were sold they, CEX were offering a uh, hundred euro more to buy it off you than Smiths were selling it for. So I bought it and Smiths walked straight to CEX, didn't even take it out of the box, just <laughs> no. handed it to them there and then. And so I walked literally from Smiths beside Cineworld there around to Liffey Street and sold it. Like, and so you made yourself a hundred quid. Ah, lads. Yeah, and then when they, when it got restocked then I bought myself one then for the price that I was going for. And you have a hundred quid in your back pocket, you're like, exactly. happy days? Genius. Ah, God, I just, just some people's minds work differently. I'd never think of doing anything like that, right? I guarantee yeah. you, do you know what? What Darren's going to be doing now. I'd say he's got a van full of toilet roll, and he knows that this is called coronavirus yeah. stuff is is causing short supply. And he'll be selling a roll for like two grand. Yeah, on, uh, on advert study and just be raking it in. Uh, I t- but I, t- I take it like this is just every so often now. This isn't a full time. Ah, yeah, gig. No, only when I'm proper broke. Which yeah. to be fair, at the minute I am. But uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so whenever the opportunity comes up, or if I see one of my mates selling something online or whatever on Facebook I'm just like yeah give it to me look and then I'll find a way to make money out of it like. I know we all need a Darren a, in our I, life I, don't I'm we? erratic when I come to that yeah. yeah I'm like throw it up for that don't even price it yeah it's 4 it euro for your new car no seriously yeah. oh, for god's sake you have to sell it now <laughs> for 4 I, I euro I've also done the, I've tried the surveys before you're talking about a second out there as well and uh, they are just not profitable like, no. but it, it normally tells you on it like this survey will take like 35 minutes and we will pay you like 75 cents and so you're just like what is the point yeah, an it's hour for seventy five cents. Is it that? Is it literally yeah, that bad? Literally that bad. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's really bad. Yeah. Most of the will pay is a fiver, and that's like a rarity. And then that's all they probably take you for three hours as well. Yeah. And if you think about it, nowhere is paying you f- even five euro an hour to work anyway. Yeah, exactly. So, so you're better off spending that hour literally anywhere else. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> it's absolutely not oh, worth it. No. Well, listen, uh, Darren, thanks for popping on late this evening. Uh, we'll put you down. You can have some uh, Room 104 beer mats if you can sell them and get a buyer for them. Happy days. <laughs> they are yours as well. You'll see them on adverts tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> like, how come he's getting 200 quid for them? We're missing the beat here, right? Listen, Darren, thanks a million for popping on, all right? Yeah, thanks. Oh, Bye. good luck. It's just... It is a tragedy. It really is. Some people just know how to find a good deal I'm and are so always annoyed. on the hunt and we're here just burning money left, right and centre. Why did I do that? All right, okay. Uh, on the way, just before we wrap up, uh, the most complaining man in the world has been revealed. He's over in Liverpool. But when is the last time you have officially made a complaint? We're very good at Irish people by saying I won't give them the satisfaction, but uh, let us know when and what was the last thing that you actually complained about. 87 We'll talk about that in a few moments. This podcast may contain content which is suitable for listeners over the age of 18 only. Discretion is advised. We all know someone in our lives who's just a moan hole. Yes. Some people are moan holes that just, you know, spew out vomity negativity and just ruin the mood, right? They moan 24-7. They're called right? buzzkills. Buzzkills, mood hoovers. We've all been there. We've all been one at one point in our lives, right? Uh, but do you know someone who makes it a habit of complaining whether they're in... A uh, restaurant, bar, coffee shop, a retail store. Someone who just likes going, excuse me, sorry. Our um, production guy here in FM 104 uh, complains about absolutely everything. If you ever go out with him anywhere. But does he does he complain to staff? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. And he writes emails. And he? he? Oh, yeah. He gives it to Oh, God. He, Listen, I guarantee he won't be as bad as this guy. This is a 70-year-old man who has been uh, complaining for many, many years. But just let us know this evening, when is the last time you complained and what about? Because as a, a nation of people, I think we let a lot slide. We do. We have a bit of crack. We go, oh, there was there was a dead, there was a severed finger on mistake. Oh, don't worry about it. No, it's grand. It's fine. It's my fault. I'm yeah. sorry. 
in saying that, I'm very assertive. I wouldn't be rude and I wouldn't uh, complain unless it was something to complain about. So the last time I complained was in a restaurant. I won't name them, obviously. Uh, food is amazing always. But it took an hour by the time we sat down to actually be served. There was nobody in the place. There was maybe four other couples yep. in the place. We were there during the day, random Tuesday, an hour. So it came out. I'd ordered chips on the side. The chips weren't there. Stop. I told them I ordered chips as well. Like, sorry, oh, sorry, we forgot yeah. to write that down. Anyway, I'd finished the food. Then they bring the chips out. Then they bring the chips out. <laughs> and they were cold. <laughs> So I just walked up and I said, uh, okay, I waited an hour to get dinner yeah. and I was starving. And I was like, and then I'd finished it by the time the chips came out. You're and such if you an just Ashling. Look, I said, the chips are actually not even cooked. They're cold and they're hard and I, I, I don't want the chips. So I just said, look, I don't even want the chips, but I'm a bit disappointed because I've been here a few times before. And in fairness to them, when I went up to pay, they said, it's on us. Oh, did Everything. they? Yeah. Oh, fair play. So I know some, sometimes they just have a bad day, but... God, that's a bit annoying and frustrating. Oh, Something similar happened to me in a place in town late one night. Uh, I'll explain that a little bit more. But when is the last time you've complained and why? Are you a serial complainer? Or if you know someone, but just let us know what has pushed you to the point of going, I'm actually going to say it to the manager now. 87 And uh, I'll tell you, the most annoying, I'll say the biggest complainer in the world, the moniest person on the planet has been revealed. And you will never believe the total amount of letters of complaint that he has sent to the one place. Tell you next. This is Room 104 with Cormac and Sersha. FM 104. Before we wrap up this evening, the next few moments, we just want to chat about the last thing you have ever complained about in your life. When yeah. when did you get such bad service that you actually had said, you know what, I'm, I'm actually going to do it because... Um, I'm useless at things like that, useless at confrontation or complaining, um, don't know how to do it, and I'm always just like, nah, don't worry about it, it's fine, it doesn't matter, it doesn't matter. That yeah, but maybe the fire. way you say it is passive-aggressive, so... Oh, completely, that's all it is, yeah. They yeah, know is. you're pissed off. So, I, yeah, how's your food? Fine, no, no, it was lovely. Yeah, I, I ordered the, the pubes the in my salad, <laughs> thanks typical, very much. The typical Irish version of that is, oh yeah, no, it was really nice, thanks a million. So you genuinely don't know. And mm. the person serving you doesn't actually know if you're annoyed or not. Yep. Whereas if you're passive-aggressive, they kind of know. And if you complain, they obviously do, do know. So the last time I complained was similar to what you experienced. I was somewhere after a night out. I had left early with a few other people to yeah. go to an establishment to get some food. Mm. And it was literally that. It was an hour. And you know what was worse? People were coming in after us, getting served before us. I don't That like gives that. me the rage. Yeah, no, that's oh. not cool. Oh, and yeah, we were just like, dude, what's the story? So then we got up and left, and the, the man was like, no, no, the food's here. But we were literally like an hour there. No. We were an hour there, it was like four in the morning. We're like, we, we just wanted to get some food quickly and then go home. We mm. left the place early. So he's like, no, I'm really, really sorry. It's, but I was like, like yeah. no, I'm leaving and we're not paying because and there's a few other people around us who had the same thing that happened. But this gentleman has to take the biscuit because no one has complained more than him. He's a 70-year-old gent over in Liverpool. He has been sending a letter of complaint to their local Liverpool Echo newspaper every single day for the last 42 years. <laughs> like, watch me no. well. He has sent more than 15,000 letters of no. complaint over the years. Yeah. Well, what's he saying? The first one he sent, apparently, was back in the day, was over the militant council, the militant council in Liverpool in the 1970s and 80s. But he said he can't even, can't even remember anymore. He, he was interviewed in, I think it was in one of the, it was obviously, yeah, online I saw it a little bit earlier on but he's 70 years of age Bernie Carroll is his name and he, he said things like here's one of his complaints 
there's something deeply uh, there's something deeply unedifying about cajoling young people into undergoing unnecessary cosmetic procedures in the interest of profit and it should be discouraged then he also said competitive eating whoever invented this obscene abomination and why when there are people in Yemen eating their pets and living off tree bark <laughs> okay every single day for 42 years look he's now built up a relationship yeah you know sending these letters you'd run out of things to say this guy didn't didn't run out of anything to say so the, his main thing was about the ca- the council back in Liverpool in the day with, with several different things and then he just said he'd obviously be reading the papers and he'd find something and be like I don't like that that's BS I'm not happy with that well, and he's he a loyal complained. reader obviously yeah I, I like I, have I complained I complained complained once in a hotel down the country because in fairness it was to do with dessert and you don't want to upset a man or a woman over their dessert oh yeah so what happened was we kind of got in the place was, the kitchen was closing at 10 we got in at half nine and they were like okay Grant just let you know we're closing early get your order in the next 10, 15 well, yeah Grant no worries and then uh, we finished up and the waiters were walking around us for 10 or 15 minutes they never they never cleaned our table for a good 10, 15 oh, minutes oh yeah right? so they didn't go over and say would you like uh, anything for dessert they left they were walking by and I'm kind of sitting there kind of going again passive aggressively not saying anything should have said can you clean this up they didn't for ages and then they, I was like sorry can you clean this up and then uh, they're like oh sorry yeah Grant two lads just messing and then I was like do you mind if we have a look at the dessert menu Oh, sorry, man. The kitchen's closed. Oh, no. You don't sit down oh. and expect someone oh. to only get a dinner. Oh No, but like if the kitchen is closing, you come over and say, uh, we're just wrapping up. I know you're in the middle of your meal there or you'll be finished in a few moments. Would you like to order a dessert before we shut up shop? Well, you know, it's selfish on their part because they're going, how slow an eater are you? So if you decide to put in your order <sighs> yeah. for your dessert, they're closing at 10 yeah. and they think they're going to have everything cleaned by then. You're you still eating your dinner. You don't to a dessert. No, you don't. But you're still eating your dinner on ten to ten, I and know. then what? Well, then your dessert comes out, and then you spend another twenty minutes eating that. Oh, it stopped. They just left the crap on our table for ages. Didn't clean it off. So I, I sent a complaint. Oh, did you send? I, I sent an email in, yeah, because I knew I was like, actually, this will be a free dinner because I just emailed and said, I'm just listen, just give you a heads up that your staff were blah blah blah, and we weren't able to get a dessert. And uh, I even saying that out loud, I sound like an asshole. I didn't get my dessert afterwards. <laughs> no, boy, I just said, you know, our, our table was left, they're not clean for half an hour. They told us without asking us to give Got a free meal the next night anyway. Did you really? Yeah. yeah. Oh, at least you got that in. I know, yeah. Because there's I know, nothing, nothing worse than when they say, we're uh, really sorry, there's nothing we can do, or uh, really sorry about that. Yeah, oh, sorry, yeah, sorry. And they're picking their hair out of the salad. Going, yeah. Is that fine? Is that okay? But did I tell you the time I went to London and was sitting in a restaurant, fairly well-known restaurant as well. Yeah, was this with the mice or something? Yeah. Yeah. And we had our our starter, our our main course, and during the main course, a mouse runs past my foot, and I lose oh. my mind. And I flip the table. I st- I jump on the chair, bawling, crying. Jump on the table, bawling, crying. Everything gets knocked off the table. Yeah. Commotion. Everyone's running around. People yeah. think there's some kind of like terrorist attack. Mm. It's a mouse, obviously. It is a terrorist. And uh, anyway, so all shit hits the fan, and then by the end of it, he said, I'll "Give you a free glass of red wine if you want." Now at this point I was Take nearly vomiting up everything because I didn't know if the, there was um, this mice had friends or this mouse had friends. And a whole family, kitchen. yeah. Cooking the food up. They had little little uh, aprons on them and little little chef hats, little mice hats on them. No <laughs> discount on the food whatsoever. I, I was horrified. Yeah. So I will never eat in London ever again. There you go. London's completely written off for you. Yeah. Right. Well, I, I, I don't think anyone in the world will have ever sent as many 
letters of complaint as this man. Fifteen, more than fifteen thousand for the last forty-two years, seventy years of age. Unbelievable. It is a hobby. You know, there's a skill to being a good yeah, complaint, a, a good complainer. Complainer, yeah. Oh, and by the way, the um, if you want to see Sirius's reaction to fake rats. Uh, F104's YouTube would probably be the handiest place. So, yeah, I kind of pranked her there a while ago funny. now, wasn't it? Yeah. It was before Christmas. Yeah, I got some uh, three mice, mouses, mice, three mice, three rats, sorry, they were fake rats were from rats. Halloween. Yeah. And I hid them under her desk and she had a little bit of a, a shit fit. And in fairness to you, well, not in fairness, I, I left out your worst reactions because I think a lot of people would have been like, that, that, that's harsh. Because you went so mental. I was like, no, listen, I can't. Well, I, go from, I go from shocked to crying yep. to very angry yep. to... Crying again. Yeah. So, the the someone had sent me a lovely Reese's yep. cups. Um, what was it? A hamper. Oh, you even kicked them. I even kicked <laughs> the hamper because I was so was angry. Was it not an advent calendar? Was it not the Reese's advent calendar that they sent, they sent you in? Yeah, I think it was actually. Yeah, you it just was. reminded me of chocolate outside I from know. Alan. Ah, oh. thanks, Alan. Thank you, Alan. Uh, but yeah, I lost my mind. Yeah, that's a point. And yeah. then you continued while I lost my mind, and then you know, recovering mode for me was going into a studio on my own in isolation, just. You know, hands on my head, buried into it. I thought you were going to say hips there, but you have not. No, but <laughs> and then you just start throwing yeah. the rats at me. Yeah. Listen, you're, I had my fun, and that's all that matters. You're a horrible person. I'm indeed a horrible. And person. I gave you a cuddle party in return. So <laughs> there you go. Now we're even. Now we are even. Um, we never got around to this evening the pint of Guinness World Cup that no. we're doing. Always drink responsibly, by the way. Always. So what we're doing is we're looking for 32 of the uh, best pubs in Dublin, north, south, east, west. It uh, doesn't have to be in the city centre. It can be your local. Uh, if you think you know where the best point of, of Guinness is, let us know. We'll get back to that tomorrow evening. Actually, no point, because we're about to leg it home now. So uh, we'll do that tomorrow evening. And is there any road, Ella, I'm forgetting before we go? No, just uh, doppelgangers. If you want to go look at oh, yeah. who our doppelgangers are, go on to FM104's Instagram. And you can see lovely Annie. Yeah. Amy? Amy. Amy. I'm saying her name wrong. I'm so Amy. sorry. Amy. And Scarlett Moffat has liked her comment. Yeah, they're friends now. They're yeah. best mates because uh, Amy looks exactly like Scarlett Moffat. It's actually freaky. So that's up on Dublin's, uh, it's Dublin's FM 104 on Instagram. We will be back tomorrow night. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app. You can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with Code Program for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com. Code Program.